0: Hello and welcome to Third Eye Mind, your spiritual podcast for all things affirmation, meditations, and just some good old chit chat. I'm Megan and I'm so excited that you're here today. I love that you guys have been listening. And if you ever want to book an appointment with me, you can head to spiritualpaths to the I do all sorts of readings. But let's get started on what we're going to talk about today, because it's very important that we discuss trauma, the good old thing that we all hold so deep and dear to ourselves. And a lot of times we discover that trauma controls our emotions and our narrative, and it's so hard to understand why we let it do that, but we're going to get into that today. So if you're new here, welcome. If you're not, thank you for returning. We can talk about our triggers that are starting to make us feel like we are uncomfortable. There are so many different types of triggers that we can face. So going through these triggers visual, auditory, sensory, emotionally, social, and environmental, there's so many different types of triggers we experience from our trauma. So when we start to dive in and figure out what it is that we need to to work on them we have to start going inwards so self-care getting some support working on desensitizing ourselves getting that awareness to come through working through the mindfulness and the meditations if we do not process what has been done to us we hold it in our body and in our field for Ever. we don't let go of it it just stays and then we try to figure out what's going on with us and why we feel the type of way that we feel and we really have no clue as to why we feel that way because we have never been brought into school or figuring out all of these you know learning abilities on how to release the trauma and work through it because no one ever teaches us that if you haven't noticed that it seems like it's a pattern that no one's teaching us it It's hard to notice, though, that a lot of these kids are triggered and it's hard to cope with being triggered. It's really hard to work through it. So when you start to find that you're feeling triggered, you want to get to that point where you feel like you can be stable. So if you feel triggered, sit there. Don't react. The biggest thing is not reacting. When you react in that moment, you're being triggered. So if you feel like you're becoming triggered by what someone is talking about, stop. Pause for a minute. Take a deep breath and know that you can control the narrative right now. Ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like I am triggered by this? Then you can move through that feeling and not push it down, not push it back, not fight back because we shouldn't be fighting, right? Don't push it down. Feel it. Hold it there for the moment and feel it. Don't let yourself let go go of the feeling until you are ready to release it okay it's important to work through these emotions and these feelings because if we don't we don't become aware so this is why this is the first step becoming aware recognizing it right so then we can go into the grounding we can start grounding we can start figuring out how we can physically ground and how we can get into that sense where we can constantly expose ourselves to this And desensitize ourselves from it so we find that it doesn't trigger us if someone has an opinion that doesn't agree with what we care for. It's okay if they don't agree. It's okay if people don't feel like we have the opinions that all match. That's okay too. It's hard to understand that people can have their own headspace and their own mindset but working through the triggers, oh they're so hard. For certain people you know social situations can be very triggering if they are associated with the trauma. You know, if you're encountering someone who resembles a perpetrator or the person or the trauma that you have endured, it can be very triggering. You know, if you have a traumatic event and it happened a year ago and on that anniversary it comes up, it can cause you to experience distress and flashbacks. I've been there myself. I know exactly how it feels. And I'll explain to you, I did not get triggered, which normal people would get triggered by this. Well, not normal. None of us are normal. People would normally get triggered, triggered by this. I was assaulted by somebody um, sexually and I don't even know what physically happened because they put something in my drink and I won't go into details but that person got really injured um, and they like the person can't walk anymore and it's like a karmic cycle that they had to face because they've done this to other women and normally those people that heard that that have been sexually assaulted by him would be like, oh, fuck him, good, I'm glad he got what he got. But me being who I am is, I still feel bad. And even though someone has done something so horrible to me, you know, I still feel bad because no one should ever have to go through that. But at the same time, you know, I don't know how to feel through it because this is part of his karmic cycle. But to see that, like, they're begging for money for him and, like, they're, you know, trying to get like them so people to help him like get from where he's at to here while he was vacationing it happened and I'm just like I had to remove the people from my friends list that were sharing it because these people have no idea you know what this person has become they all just think this guy's just this big teddy bear that wouldn't hurt a fly in reality no he's done wrong to more than just me and it's hard because you don't have evidence you know that's the hardest part about any of that stuff happening but to tell you guys about that you would think I would be triggered and I would have been if that happened to me a year maybe two years ago I would have been triggered and I would have been like good fuck him he got what he got but I'm not like that anymore and even with my family I went on vacation with them and you know my sister was saying things that should be triggering to me and it wasn't I was just like I can't just I can't be around it And I don't hate them. I don't hate anybody. You know, you don't have to have hate to not want to be around people anymore. But I can't constantly involve myself with people who are triggered because I once was there and putting yourself around people who are always triggered or everything has to be a fight. They can't communicate. So it's not your job to teach them how to communicate. And if you find that you're in a very uncomfortable position that you can't find yourself being able to speak on how you feel without being talked over or without their opinion projecting into it or without them being triggered, then that's when you have to stop, pause, start the whole thing. You're becoming aware of how you feel. Become into that space where you ground, where you Get yourself into that moment where you know you're not going to be triggered by this because it's not your problem that they feel the way they feel. You can't tiptoe around people's emotions. You know, that's the biggest thing too here is you can't. There's no tiptoeing around people's emotions because people are always going to do what they want to do. So finding the steps when you get triggered, right? When you have trauma coming in and you get triggered, I want you to start with not reacting. Don't react. Feel what you feel in that moment and ask yourself why you're feeling that way. And if you find that you're feeling that way and you don't know why, it's okay if you don't know why. But I want you to talk yourself through it. I don't want you to lash out. I don't want you to get angry. I want you to talk yourself through it calmly, very nicely. Okay, we're going to walk through it and then we're going to ground. We're going to get into that state of mind where we're able to just get ourselves centered. Getting yourself centered. And if you feel like you keep getting triggered by this, I want you to start diving deeper in. Seek some support, like a therapist or a support group or someone like myself that can help you understand why you're becoming triggered. That can like have the ability to dive in there and figure out what's going on. Because I do that emotionally and intuitively all the time with your spirit team. So I can help a lot in those ways. But a lot of times desensitizing from this can make you less triggered. So if we get to the root of the issue, we work through the root of the issue this way when that person presents that again and you feel like you're going to be triggered on Christmas when you meet your family, you won't be because we worked through it. So starting to do that, work through it, it's very helpful and it's something that a lot of people don't realize. Trauma is literally controlled by So much and it controls our whole mind. It controls our whole body So the triggers within trauma is very very detrimental to your health diving back into the trauma headspace trauma controls a lot of people's minds and thoughts and it's really hard to sit there and watch people you know hate themselves and not care about themselves because the trauma that they've gone through you know, it's an emotional, uh, psychological, or physical response to an event or series of events that are distressing or harmful. It can have a profound and lasting impact on a person's mental, emotional, and physical well-being, and it can manifest in very various forms, and it's very hard. You can have physical, emotional, emotional sexual, complex, post-traumatic stress, um, vicarious trauma, you know, it can be psychological trauma. They widely vary from person to person, so you could recover quickly from one thing, and somebody else, you know, could never recover from that. And it could cause anxiety, depression, anger, guilt, shame, and the heightened sense of fear or danger. It's very common. So in my mind, I, you know, I have a lot of people around me who have anxiety, and I'm not gonna, you know, tell you who they are, because if you know, you know, if you're a part of my life, you know but. Those people around me that have anxiety is not always a great thing to have, but they don't want to work through their things. They don't want to work through their trauma because they're so comfortable and they're scared. Mm -hmm. And understandable, right? Like, I totally get that. Being scared of your trauma is very common and knowing that you're so comfortable for so long and this supposedly worked for you well it doesn't work for you how does it work for you if your body doesn't want to go out and do things how does it work for you if you find that you are constantly staying in that one stagnant headspace it doesn't work for you because you're living a life that you think you love but it's your mind telling you you love it because you've never experienced anything else so you have to really go through like trauma focused therapy or going through a therapeutic approach. You can work with me when we go through the healing of the mind. I've had so much trauma happen to me in my life that I'm able to work through it and help people work through it. I'm not by any means a therapist or you know a social worker or anything. I didn't go to school for that but going through it and working with your spirit team intuitively, I am able to dive in and pick at your headspace to see what's going on and what we can help you with. But it's important to recognize that healing from trauma is unique and every individual has their own journey. Like there's no shoe that fits all. And finding help is very important. It really is, you know, because you could have complex trauma that's prolonged or repeated exposure to traumatic events and it can include a lot of your childhood stuff if you were neglected or if you were physically or mentally or emotionally abused a lot of people around me don't think that they were because I think I lived a great childhood because I got everything I wanted well no you didn't were your parents just giving you stuff to push you off Were your parents working all the time and you had to go be with another person like were you not treated like your other siblings were and it's really hard to work through that My mom finally admitted to me um, that I was not treated fairly growing up and my father would never, like he would never admit that, but my mom finally admitted it to me and it was very hard to hear, but it also allowed me to see my fullest potential as well and not be controlled by it anymore and some people aren't great enough to have that, They not great enough, some people aren't lucky enough to have that and have that like person tell them that yeah, we fucked up, we should have put more like help on, like into you They made me feel like I was desensitized from everything. They made me feel like I couldn't process what I was experiencing, that I had to push everything down. But I have three other sisters, and those sisters are all fucked up too. Like, we're all emotionally and mentally fucked up. But they don't want to work on their stuff. And it's like they would want to, and they have been working on little pieces, but they don't want to work on the stuff that's bothering them because for them, diving into it, they're comfortable. They are who they are. You can't change who I am. Well, no. It's not about changing who you are, right? That's not what it's about. It's about coming from a place of understanding that you went through something that caused you distressing or overwhelming feelings and made you feel uncomfortable. But at the same time, your childhood was different from mine. So when I bring things up and, you know, sometimes they won't see that, that like, the, the, what I'm going through is what they didn't see because they didn't experience it. So then they'll, this is what happened or like, it's from my perspective so I don't hate anybody I don't wish like harm on anybody but when it comes to my trauma it's my space of mind we could have lived the same exact childhood but my life was different from theirs and whether they saw it that way or they didn't you know I can't show them or convince them what I went through but I had to go through my recovery process And I still am. It doesn't stop. It doesn't just go away. Like, I still find that I'm getting triggered by some things, but I stop. And I smell the roses first. (laughs) got to stop for a moment before you get really into it because you don't want to be triggered by it, right? And if you are triggered by it, work on it. That's all. It's okay to be triggered by it. It's not a bad thing. It's just how you respond when you're triggered. So finding that I have sexual trauma and I have complex trauma and I have... PTSD is so bad, like it happened so bad for me when I had the miscarriage. I couldn't even tell you, I felt so alone, like nobody cared about me, you know, so alone. And that emotional trauma, that psychological trauma came in with the physical trauma. It was just like, because I had so many surgeries so it from one thing, you know. So it was just, my life has been full of trauma. So when I work with people, I help them understand where they're coming from, you know, from their own space of mind. I'm not by any means a person that can tell you what you have gone through, but I can help show you how to work through it because it's not fair to be stuck in that. Nobody wants to be stuck in that. You know, no one wants to have the headspace of having that long-term emotional or psychological challenge. Nobody wants that. And I don't want to see anyone stuck in shame, guilt, anger, you know, anxiety or depression. I don't want to see anybody stuck in that. It's not fair for people to have to be stuck in that way. So if you ever need help processing that, I do know how you feel. Not necessarily for what you're going through, but I do understand how trauma can feel in all different forms. At the same time, it's helpful to have people who understand you. So if you can find some support groups or find people around you that get you, it's really hard these days to find, you know, real genuine down ass to earth people. They're very hard to find, but at the same time, processing, letting yourself process, letting yourself feel, letting yourself work through that emotion you deserve it. And when you look at your trauma, don't let it control you. Don't let it like completely control your mindset and your body. Let it work through you. Let yourself feel it because you deserve to feel it. I hope this helps within you guys's journey. You can see it from my point of view on triggers and trauma. It's very important to listen and hear from other people's sides of life because sometimes you find that You know, it's a reflection of what you need to work through, and usually it is. I've noticed that with so many people that I have come into contact with, that they're a reflection of myself or what I used to be, and it's a test on how I'm going to act or react, or it's a learning moment for me, and I am grateful that that happens. And I am so welcoming to it now. Instead of fighting it and wondering why these people are here, I'm like, okay, it is what it is. You know, it's a very beautiful thing. So I hope this helps you guys. And if you ever have any questions or if you want to book a lovely, lovely healing session with me, uh, you can do that. I call it Healing the Mind, and it is in my lovely website, of the soul.com And you guys can head there and book. It is a beautiful session. You will come out feeling Oh my God, I can't even tell you how you come out feeling because you just have to experience it. I have people who are just like, are you kidding me? You can do this? Like this is something I can do? And hell yes, it is. I'm not a gatekeeper. I want you guys to experience the beautiful feeling of removing those challenges and obstacles without having to put the pressure of trying to do it by yourself. I'm there to help. So I'm here if you guys ever need me. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and thank you for always being here. I appreciate you so, so much. Bye.